0: This is Turning Left, a NASCAR podcast. Tune in each week for race recaps, race previews, winner predictions, gambling odds, and driver fantasy scores. Buckle up, hold your line, and keep turning left.
1: Well, Kalman another race is in the books. It is Monday March 15th which means uh, it is time for us to give our race recap of Phoenix. So Kalman thanks again for joining me here today and how you doing?
0: uh you know I'm just kind of dealing with the Monday blues. you know we did get treated to a pretty uh, entertaining race yesterday so it could definitely be worse right now. so I'm happy yeah, to be it- here.
1: It was pretty entertaining. You know, I was looking at Reddit and, you know, Phoenix seems to be a very controversial track. Like some of the threads, like, you know, reading the race threads and the post-race threads. And there's a lot of people that hate this track. And then there's some that, uh, you know, don't hate it as much. They're just kind of like, oh, it was an okay race. I kind of fall into there. Like, I thought it was a pretty decent race. I do would, you know, I would probably agree. I know this is the championship race. And, you know, some people are kind of, they, they don't feel like this track is good enough to have a a, you know, to race this twice a season. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good race. Yeah, I
0: think it was good, too. And I I think Phoenix is an interesting track just because, you know, they have that weird, um, you know, traction compound that they put on the track, um, which, you know, I guess kind of makes the high lane, at least for the early parts of the race, uh, you know, a superior option. But then you also have that crazy dog leg, which we saw Brad Keselowski at the start of that race. He went so close to that pit wall. Oh, my God. It was insane.
1: He he was flying too. Yeah, he seemed to utilize that the most. And oh my god, yeah, he he had some speed on that. I I thought he was going to get vaporized. Like it looked like he was going to smack the wall, and then (laughs) didn't. But I guess to start off pre race, we had Hendrick Motorsports with a few unauthorized changes to the vehicle, which pushed Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and William Byron to the back.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was big. You know. Especially because Hendrick was, you know, so good heading into this race, especially Chase Elliott at Phoenix specifically, you know, obviously winning the championship uh, here, uh, I guess, in November. Um, so, you know, he was looking like he was going to start towards the front and having a, a pretty easy day. But, yeah, they, they had to start all the way in the rear. You know, of course, Larson uh, had to do that quite a few times during the race. So um, <laughs> a pretty impressive showing from them overall.
1: Yeah, Kyle Larson was one of the fastest cars on and off pit road yesterday.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) With all the
1: penalties, he was kidding. He's had to start from the back, what, two or three times? So he actually passed. This is crazy. He passed 145 cars yesterday.
0: Holy crap. Which
1: is nuts. Starting from the rear so quickly and uh, or or so starting from the rear so often <laughs> due to penalties on pit road. I think I, we were texting before the race because uh, you know when that broke that Hendrick was going to start from the back. You know we said that they were probably going to be like the biggest gainers when they when they show that and oh, they yeah. were they moved up very quickly, they were back up in the top 10. Ryan Blaney led early. Ryan Blaney, my pick to win the race. I was feeling pretty good about that pick all the way up until about mid-stage two. He did win stage one, and he was fast yesterday, as expected, but just kind of fell off at the uh, back half of that race. Joey Logano would lead the most laps with 143 and would eventually finish second. He would win stage number two. Rough day for Kyle Busch. Uh, he had an uncontrolled tire penalty. Uh, he spun uh, a few laps later, I think, and went a, a lap down. So another rough outing for Kyle Busch after what looked to be a bounce back week last week getting top three finish.
0: Man, it's it's crazy because Kyle Busch, it seems like he's like been super consistent in a way. But it's just something just seemed so off with that car. And I think even on the radio yesterday, he said he's not sure if it's like the equipment or if it's him if he's maybe not getting enough out of the, out of the car. Um, but clearly, I mean, Kyle Bush, arguably one of the most talented drivers, you know, in the circuit. And he, if he's not getting a lot out of the car, I think there's something wrong with, uh, the cars that he's having or the setups that his crew chief is, uh, putting out there for him because something just seems off with him. And it has for a while now, and it's probably over a year now, um, that he just hasn't been the same. He doesn't look like a championship contender. He just looks like he's kind of driving out there. Uh, I think with any other driver, I just don't think he'd be getting as good a position as he has been the last few weeks. But this week, I mean, it was just too much to overcome. Too too much issues.
1: Yeah, and he um he would finish twenty fifth. And you know, not even talking about looking like a championship driver, he doesn't even look like a playoff driver this year, at least so far. Yeah. I, I, I really agree. thought this was going to be a race that, that he was going to uh you know have at least maybe a top five finish and possibly even win. We talked about him on the pre race show. He's he's dominated here recently. That was that was surprising. Yeah, rough, rough outing for Kyle Bush.
0: Yeah, definitely was. I mean, I, I thought when we were talking last week, you know, I know how I've been saying like I'm completely out on Kyle Busch and all that. But there's just there's always a party that is like, you know what? I think this week might be the week he turns it around and I kind of eat my words and
1: it just didn't happen. (laughs) It just, you know, it, it just was a bad, bad race for him. Martin Truex Jr. would be our winner. So that is five races, five different winners so far this year. This was his 28th NASCAR Cup Series victory. So he's closing in on that big 30 number that you know he may get this year. He's had some pretty solid races. Some other guys to note here, as we said, Joey Logano would finish first in stage two, lead the most laps with 143. He would finish second. Denny Hamlin would finish third. Brad Kozlowski, who was very fast all day, would finish fourth. Chase Elliott, fifth. Kevin Harvick, who has a lot of wins at this track, would not be able to add another one to the tally. He would finish sixth. We talked a lot about him on the pre-race show. Kyle Larson, again, coming from the back of the field, would finish seventh. And William Byron, same situation, would finish eighth behind him. Christopher Bell, number nine. And Ryan Blaney would at least crack the top 10 after that very impressive first stage. Some other drivers to note here, Bubba Wallace almost had an opportunity to get his first top 10 of the season. Odd call by his crew chief, making him you know stay out there uh at the end of the race and and not get tires that that kind of threw that off so uh, really unfortunate for him he was a very fast car uh alex bowman was running extremely fast laps and i think even at points he was matching martin truex and logano even with that damage so he would spin about the midway point of the race and, and take damage and unfortunately from there uh you know he did finish 13th which is actually pretty impressive after the spin he had
0: yeah and the thing with uh alex bowman is that i saw a lot of slander with him uh, on twitter and they were saying they can't wait until you know gregson replaces him or whatever it's like the dude drove the crap out of that car uh yesterday and you know even with that damage he still salvaged uh, you know to get a really good you know, finishing spot. I just, uh, I, I don't see that. I think that he's extremely talented. And, you know, I think that was a really, really strong running for him yesterday with all things considered.
1: Unfortunate for him. And and every week, if you look at the lap times, he's always up there. So it's, I don't know that it's performance per se, just unfortunate this, this race. But um, Hendrick as a whole had yeah. some controversy this week or, you know, uh, maybe not controversy. They had some challenges today, had to come back from number one, starting from the back. Chase Elliott as well was somebody almost getting lapped, about to be lapped, and he wound up finishing in fifth. Impressive for Chase Elliott as well. So again, that's three Hendrick drivers in the top 10. So, uh, you know, we're probably going to see a lot of that. <laughs> like we said, Kyle Larson, uh, you know, passed 147 cars. I think his net total was like 37 to 38. You know, if you add in how many times he got passed to finish top 10 after having to start from the back of the field three times is very, very impressive. This track saw the most lead changes at Phoenix since 2013. There was a few points where it seems like the leader really couldn't be passed, but I feel like we had some good battles. You know, we saw, uh, you know, the Truex Logano battle. You know, we had Denny Hamlin up there battling. Uh, Blaney Logano was up there battling for a bit as well. So overall, I, I think it was pretty entertaining. You know, there were some battles in the back of the pack too, which I'm not sure, you know, Fox is coverage it's not the worst but sometimes you know i wish they would show more of that we saw a lot of like just the leaders up front which i understand yeah. you're going to show the leaders but i wish they would show more of like the 10 to 20 cars that are battling as well i feel like they don't get a ton of coverage and and even too another thing we've talked about is what is up with fox coverage we get like three hours up until the race and then post race we get like almost nothing
0: yeah uh, which is which I weird was weird Yeah, Yeah,
1: so I I don't really understand that. I'm I'm not a big fan of that. I feel like first three hours could be cut down significantly significantly like you know give us an hour and a half of pre-race and then you know maybe an hour and a half to analyze after the race it's kind of hard if you miss some of the race to get some of that info so not a big oh, fan yeah. of that i did like uh, and we were watching this this morning uh, you had sent me the actual video on youtube and you know we called it during the race but uh <laughs> it was like almost like comedy central's drunk history but with jeff gordon and clint boyer and <laughs> their argument back at phoenix
0: yeah yeah that was that was pretty funny that, that was pretty good. You know, they they've been pretty creative with uh, their pre-race uh, antics. And um, it was pretty funny how Larry McReynolds and uh, Jamie McMurray were kind of doing like the voices. <laughs> I'm not really sure what that was supposed to be. I guess it's supposed to be like, <laughs> a, was... I don't know. That was weird. Like, I don't understand why they had a cut to them for that. But yeah, it's it's
1: uh,
0: <laughs> it was pretty funny. I enjoyed it.
1: We, we said before that, like, Clint Boyer is just like an amazing addition to this Staff for for race coverage and like he he really is every week I just feel like bringing out the best in Jeff Gordon and I we like we were saying like they need to make that a series number one we didn't actually find out what happened if you did not see it if you search like Jeff Gordon Clint Boyer history Phoenix it, it should come up I think NASCAR posted it on their their YouTube page. But they didn't actually tell us what was said, but it was funny them going back and forth. But what I would love to see is like if they could get drivers down with it, like, you know, maybe some of the other arguments and, and confrontations we had, like maybe we get a Jeff Gordon, Brad Kozlowski, you know, if you would be oh, down be or like, like a Joey Logano, Matt Kenseth. Like, Joey so Logano a,
0: like, and Tony Stewart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the, oh my God, Tony Stewart. I could go on for days with. Oh, Kyle oh Bush God. too, although I think Kyle Bush is, uh, <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't be too up for that the way his season's going.
0: No, no, maybe, maybe after he's uh after he's retired in like ten years or whatever.
1: Yeah, and he gets a better attitude. <laughs>
0: Kevin Harvick and Ricky Rudd.
1: Oh my goodness, it would be so entertaining! Like that was uh, probably one of my—I I will say that was probably my favorite segment this year. So good for NASCAR for putting those out. Very entertaining, and I look forward to more this year. Looking at the standings, Denny Hamlin is still in first place here with two hundred thirty-six points. Behind him, we have Brad Keselowski with 197, Joey Logano with 192, Martin Truex Jr. with that win puts him at fourth with 180, and Kyle Larson rounds out the top five with 179. He's actually tied with Chase Elliott, but of course has the win, so he is in the playoffs. Chase Elliott still searching for that win. Kevin Harvick is in seventh, Christopher Bell eighth, William Byron in ninth, and Kurt Busch, who is having a... uh, Pretty nice season. We talked about him a few times, actually, but he is in the top 10. He'll be looking to get that win, get himself locked into a playoff spot as well. Uh, Michael McDowell kind of fell off the face of the earth this week. He is in 11th in points and obviously has that race win.
0: The thing with the thing with that team is that they had a little bit of a good stretch there, but man, I, I think that the wheels are going to start coming off that. I, especially with how things are trending and how he's been running in the last two races, you know, we could have a ton of different winners. And if you're not performing week in and week out, it's going to start becoming pretty crucial here pretty soon.
1: And I'm sorry, he actually finished 23rd. Uh, that top 10 streak is, is feels yeah. like a ways away now at this point. So next up on the schedule is Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500. Look for our race recap and preview show later this week. Uh, With that, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you later.
0: See ya.